Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tuns. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. I am Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Hello, beer people. All right, all right, all right, man. <laughs> all right. I have notes that I need to look at because there's a whole spiel. Because the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. Joining the AHA will give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage and join today. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Black Belt patron Andy Thompson. If you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. And if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. Take that money out of Bezos' pocket and put it in ours. <laughs> oh, Bezos. All right, all right, all right. All right, man. So, what have you been up to? Man, I am. It's been uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I missed what in the hell was going on last week. That we just, uh, you had a party or something that you had to go to, right? A birthday, some I believe. Shenanigans or other. Oh yeah, my sister turned forty. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it was uh, semi-important. Yeah, um, we played. Um, we like to keep it kind of low key in my family, and my mom, you know, she likes to entertain uh, at her place, and we. You know, ate and drank and had cake and presents and all of that jazz. Um, but we played Pictionary, and I'm about to go on a, a little uh, half half beer, half uh, spirits um, trip to Europe in a, about three weeks or so, three three and a half weeks. Fuck yeah! Yeah, uh, Cologne for Kolsch, um, Brussels for some some Belgian Ooh. stuff. Um, I'll be in Wolfenbüttel, Germany, to check out the Jägermeister factory. Uh, Etc. I'll probably talk about that every week until then. But <laughs> that being said, speaking of travel, we were playing Pictionary, and uh, I drew a card that said Traveler's Checks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Traveler's Checks. What is this? The 90s? Oh, man. I mean, I don't even... I think I, think I might have had Traveler's Checks when I was traveling in the late 90s or early 2000s, but I, I don't... I want to maybe say no. I think we had cards by then. Fuck, I don't remember. Anyway, long story short, yeah, beer-wise, I'm just kind of planning some, some uh, check out some breweries in Europe. And How'd your guys', uh, how'd your guys uh, big uh, big release go? Oh, it went great, man. Um, all the barrel barrel blending, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, but it's, it is extremely taxing and intense to taste... You know, that many samples in the same day and try to be good, accurate, and, and try to figure out how to blend it all. Um, it's it's very, very difficult. We had we had um, multiple, multiple people just tap out. We're like, I can't. I'm yeah. done. I'm sorry. And so we kind of had to, like, take big, long breaks. So it literally did just take, like, an entire day. Um, and it's like, oh, it's so taxing to drink beer. <laughs> but uh, was the release party good? Ridley's party was great. Um, okay. I think Ridiculous Idiots barrel-aged uh, tastes like a, a, a nice velvety chocolate milkshake to me. Um, and awesome. Yeah, we released a few sours, uh, brandy, rum, and um, God, what was the other one? Brandy barrel, rum barrel, and it was just like little one-offs. There's like 10 gallons of each in these little one-off barrels, but rum barrels are so sketchy, so it was kind of like... The only thing you can do is do a sour in it. 
Dude, the fucking dunder pit thing with rum terrifies the shit out of me. Yeah. It's so, so weird. All, literally all of the all the beers I thought turned out great, except for one of the sours I thought was maybe a little bit too solventy, um, which is interesting because I mean, you know, yeast stress. Yeah. So yeah, beer wise, that's pretty much it. Cool. What about you? Oh man. So uh, let's. Let, I'll I'll do this one first. I got some new stainless, some yeah, shiny stainless see that over there, man. Yeah. Uh, all temp controlled and shit. There's a bunch of blue like lights and beeping. You know, yeah, it's like, man. It's like a it, fucking robot back there. Yeah. There's <laughs> tubes coming out of everything. Like. <laughs> uh-huh. So I did that. Um, then I brewed a thing to put in there. Oh. I brewed the uh, the the two IPAs. Oh, for, uh, yeah. for the water. So yeah. we should have that in a couple of weeks. So we got to start oh, talking yeah. and figure out how we're going to get Justin down yeah, here again. You should get Justin on again, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a tough man to nail down sometimes, wife and kids, blah, blah. But. Yeah. but yeah, I think I think he'd be good to have on for the triangle test. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get uh, one of the other knuckleheads who doesn't know shit about beer. <laughs> and Always a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. to see if they can taste a difference or not. Yep. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, so I did that. Brewing was, uh, man, my numbers were all over the place. Oh, like, shit. well, it was minus twenty. Yeah, you're gonna like so, but you're gonna have a hard time. So I, I like, I hit, I hit my numbers for the most part. I had to add a little DME, but I added it to both, so it should balance out. Like, they sure. should be close. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the yeah, so minus twenty. It was, it was a whole like thing. I had like a a big tub of hot water that I had the propane tank set in mm-hmm. so it wouldn't freeze yeah. and I had to keep bo- pouring boiling water into it oh, and yeah and Just don't ever question Casey's dedication <laughs> to this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> don't do it yeah so that was that was fun that was fun um other than that not a not a whole lot uh, at that point um trying to think no, I got some stuff that I'm saving for next week. So. Oh, oh, all right, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Okay, um, yeah, why don't we just dive right into just talking about some beer? Sounds like a plan. All right, so we have the Irish Extra Stout in front of us here. Uh, yours is on beer cam oh, there. It's on beer cam. Uh, and so I poured this one a little bit ago uh, because, well, somebody was late. Sorry. <laughs> So much traffic on Sunday in rural Wisconsin. It is. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, all right. So overall impression, looking for... Oh, I suppose I should give you the recipe first, huh? That seems important. Yeah. All right. Um, 58.3 is basically like 60% um, uh, UK two-row. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I used 25% flaked barley and then 15% roasted barley. Wow. Very, very simple. Yeah. Um, and then I used 46 IBUs of EKG at 60 minutes and fermented with uh, the Irish ale yeast from my yeast. Okay. Uh, do you know I'm am, ambient up. temp, I'm assuming? Or? Yeah, yeah, all ambient. Yeah. Uh, 1084 was the, uh, was the, the number. number. The number yep. of the beast. The number right. of the beast. <laughs> all right, so we are looking for... Uh, and a fuller-bodied black beer with a pronounced roasted flavor, often similar to coffee or dark chocolate with some malty complexity. The balance can range from moderately bittersweet to bitter, with the more balanced versions having up to moderate malty richness and bitter versions being quite dry. Aroma um, should be moderate to moderately high coffee-like aroma, often with a slight dark chocolate, cocoa, biscuit, vanilla, or roasted grain. Secondary notes, esters medium low to none, hop aroma low to none, maybe lightly earthy or spicy. But it is typically, uh, but it is typically absent. 
Malton, uh, Malton Roast Dominate the Aroma. I'm going to pull it from Beer Cam if people are watching. That works. Looks like some decent lacing. It looks like there was. Yeah, there was. Th- there's still a good, a good, um, a nice head on this. I mean, it, it's Oops. it's probably. I just inhaled beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never done that before. Hmm. Uh, Aroma-wise, very, very much getting coffee. It's a little on the cold side yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's but, that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting uh, coffee, yeah. a little roast. Roast for sure, coffee. Um, not a ton of uh, yeasty esters. At least I'm not, but I might be a little plugged up yet from the weekend. So, mm. yeah, I mean, there shouldn't really be any kind of esters in this anyway. It should be pretty clean. All right, appearance. Um, we're looking for jet black, opaque. A thick, creamy, tan head is characteristic. Patented beer light. There, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's nothing. dark. No. That is black. Jet black. Jet black. Uh, flavor, moderate to moderately high, dark roasted grain or malt flavor with a medium to medium high hot bitterness. The finish can be dry and coffee-like to moderately balanced with up to moderate caramel or malty sweetness. Typically has roasted coffee-like flavors, but also has a dark chocolate character in the palate. Lasting into the finish. Background mocha, biscuit, or vanilla flavors are often present and add complexity. Medium low to no fruitiness. Medium to no hop flavor. Level of bitterness is somewhat variable. Okay. It's very roasty. Yeah, and this is another one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think just with stouts in general, um, you need to be careful with your roast malt as it relates to uh, hops and bitterness and the amount. Because um, these these suckers can get way too bitter, way too acrid really quick. Um, I don't find this one to be particularly, particularly dry either. Um, Like it's not tacky or chalky or tannic, mm-hmm. mm, so I think that's a good deal. Um, hmm. well, I mean, it is well, it's kind of dry, yeah. Actually, yeah, it dries out like it's not like it's uh, way, way in the back. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Dryness relates to um, uh, attenuation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just. That's what we're talking about when we talk about dryness in the beer. And, you know, there can be a falseness of that, I think. I think, to me, anyway, there can be a falseness of that with, like, roast, your roast. Yeah, with the roast, like, yeah, because that, that astringency will dry out your mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm trying right. to, like... All right, so... Why are you tasting something weird? Well, I, I just something minerally, like, but... The, There's something mineral. Um, I'm going to say a word, and you're not going to be very happy with me, but a little bit of soy sauce. Mm, yep. Um... Just like a mineral or salt, uh, something or other to it, and I don't, I don't necessarily think it's I can't tell if this there's a little yeast stress. There's something off about it, and mm-hmm. I don't like it, and I'm gonna have to rebrew it, and I don't like that either. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be timid at, about how to, how to let you down on this one, but <laughs> no, no, it, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> it it's a fuck up. Um, and uh, otherwise, good, but yeah, I mean, I'm, it's there's it's soy sauce. Some yeah, something in the fermentation probably. I'm guessing yeast stress. I mean, that like honestly, you guys, like I can't, I can't. <laughs> no pun intended. Stress. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the work on yeast, and I know it's hard at 
some levels to like you know have good fermentation control. And honestly, I would push beginning or newer home brewers to to brew darker, maltier beers like this because it will hide a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, next week we're going to talk times. about we'll have an intro to lagers, and I mean that's you know the yeah complete opposite. So well, all right, well that brings the total of failed up to twelve. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but out of how many? Eighty. Yeah, so that's not it's not horrible. No, not and for all of these being the first time brewing a recipe mm-hmm. for that style, that's not horrible. I'm not mad about it. No, it's, so you got to brew anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I, w- I was I was talking with Rick this weekend and I was like, man, like one of the reasons I never, ever wanted to like become a pro brewer is because then like you can't you don't really ne- necessarily get to brew what you want to brew. You have to brew what you have to brew. Yeah, that's very true. And I fucked up and did that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, that's a good point, dude. <laughs> I don't get to brew what I want to brew anymore. Uh, nope. No. I haven't been able to do that for over a year and a half. <laughs> Almost two years now. Jeez. But, yep, that's a bummer, but it happens. I'm not too too broken up. Um, so. Uh, yes. Well, and then that will cut, that's kind of a good segue to. Yeah, because today we're talking about rebrews. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the way we're going to tackle this is I'm going to do four at a time. Uh, because that se- just seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way uh, we'll have a little bit of a break between them. And there's not a ton to talk about with each of these. Um, so if you go and you listen to each of the episodes, uh, which you can find by going to bunnerstudios.com, uh, then go to homebrewbound, so slash HB, and then there's a link to the Every Style Challenge. And next to each recipe, we have the, um, the creation show and the uh, tasting show linked. So you guys can re-listen to some of that stuff if you want. But uh, so uh, here we go. All right. Um, let me let me pull up numbers here so I can. You're pulling up 15A Irish. Yeah. So this was beer number two. Um, and so this is the Irish Red Ale, mm. uh, category 15A. So what we fucked up here. Um, so the the aroma was was close. It had toffee biscuit, but there wasn't much hop aroma in there. I'm trying to remember if we need hop aroma or not. I should probably look at the thing. Okay, yeah. So I think that was fine. Yeah, looking at the looking at the stuff, we didn't need a ton of hop aroma, which is good. Um, but the biggest thing we fucked up, and going through these, man, like. Just looking at some of these recipes, I'm like, what was I thinking? It's all right. It was like... Been there, done that. I need a third laptop. He needs a third. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, note, if you're not watching, Casey just pulled out a third computer. Because I made all of my recipe notes on this computer. Yeah, I'm curious here. I think what you've got sort of listed was that the aroma was really close to that toffee biscuit, not much hop aroma. Yeah, uh, and I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 color was dark mm-hmm. and it had poor head retention, um, and like it was it was slightly astringent on the mm-hmm. flavor. And I know exactly what happened. And okay. I looked at that recipe and I was a moron. <laughs> All right, I'll, and I'll, I'll, let me uh, let me pull up this uh, this recipe here. All right, so it was ninety uh, percent uh, UK two row, 
uh, 6% uh, Simpsons Light. Or, no, yeah, Simpsons Light. And then 3% Black Malt. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, then EKG for bittering. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a 60 and a 30 minute edition. So, uh, to fix this, I think it's a very easy fix. Uh, let me find my rebrew recipe here. Irish. <coughs> Starts with an I. All right, Irish red ale rebrew. Um, 80% uh, two row. So drop that down a little bit. Um, then I'm using 11% uh, crystal light. And then 5% uh, crystal medium. Instead of any black mountain. I'm just adding more crystal. Yeah, because we're looking for ruby yep. hue on this, not black cat's ass. Exactly. So... Yeah, no, I, uh, it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I'm gonna do here, um, and it it changes the SRM up a little bit, but I think it's gonna be a much better color. Okay, I mean, much. can can I ask though? I mean, I don't I don't mean to act like I'm brand new, but are you trying to keep these close to to style? Yeah, in, in as much that you're trying to make the malt authentic to the style, or um, I'm trying to keep it within the style of the. Of the BJCP guidelines, so as long okay. as the last beer is the style. Uh, what what is your suggestion? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I guess when I think of an Irish red, like it is more of that, you know, toffee biscuit. So I'm curious why you wouldn't just put some biscuit malt in there, or Hon- or like an aromatic. I you, you know, know I honestly didn't even think about it. I was so yeah. focused on trying to fix the uh, the color issue that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear that. I just um, I think there's some other routes. That you could go besides the milds and maybe get a little bit more creative with malt, um, but I suppose we could probably talk about that. Well, yeah, well, that, well that's what we're doing. Let's oh, talk about. Well, okay, it. we don't have to yeah. talk about it out the air, but yeah. So, rattle that recipe off. Okay, so right now it is um, uh, UK Pale, uh, mm-hmm. Simpsons Light, Simpsons Medium, mm-hmm. and then I just threw some acid malt in there to get your pH in yep. the range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see here. Like, if I'm, I'm looking just like a cursory glance here about aroma and flavor, uh, neutral, grainy, light caramel toast, toffee, uh, light buttery character, but that's from yeast. Oh, I see where we got black malt. And their characteristic ingredients. Where does it say that? Uh, generally has a bit of roasted barley or black uh, malt to provide reddish color and dry roasted finish. Oh, I mean, we're talking like... Yep. About the size of a quarter in your yeah. <laughs> in your hand, but... Three percent was overkill for sure. Oh, it was um, way overkill. Let's see here. Um, one part in the history um, was that the Irish red style is essentially an adaptation, or what they were trying to make of an interpretation bitter. of an English bitter. And I'm I'm fairly certain that that's one of your favorite styles. Yep. So I mean, maybe think to that. You know. Yeah, I mean, throwing some. It's like some amber malt or just some biscuit malt mm-hmm. would be would be good. Mm-hmm. You get a few more layers of flavor, and I think, you know, uh, there aren't that many very um, good, uh, fresh versions of this style that you can just kind of like, you know, skip on down and whistle down on the street and go to your local brewery and drink this particular style. And so it's hard to, you know, nail down 
oh, what, what should this taste like? But I right. think there should be some some so more biscuity, more what if I caramely flavored. The crystal light. Mm-hmm. And then where's my SRM? What is the SRM on the crystal light? Do you know offhand? Uh, I think it was 30. Okay. And so Amber will give us that back. Okay. Um, actually, I don't mind this, but let me back. Or you maybe want to think about like a dehusked malt. I guess for commercial examples, if you're if you're not following along or if you're in your car like I usually am when I'm listening to podcasts, um, they list Caffrey's Irish Ale, they list Kilkenny, uh, O'Hara's Porterhouse, Sam Adams, and, and then Smith. ah Smittics. Okay, interesting because that is a very dark beer. Yep, Smittics, from what I know. Um, not Smithwicks, people. It's Smittics, if you're savvy. <laughs> anyway, that being said, um, I don't I don't find that roast to be acrid or overbearing, and so I want to almost say that to achieve that, you'd have to do a dehusked malt. Yeah. Well, so right now I'm I well I gotta I gotta mess with the some stuff a little bit, but I'm sitting at about twelve SRM. Okay. Which. Middle, middle of the road on the style, like uh, the SRM range, we're looking for 9 to 14. 14, So we're kind of middle of the road. Um, (laughs) I like that the ABV is 3.8 to 5.0, and so that just, again, like kind of cements the fact that this is just an all-malt beer with a high mash temp. Yep. Um, So I'm thinking, let's drop this down to half. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's going to bring my... SRM down to 10, no, just 11. Um, I'm going to be alone on the white side. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, do you think we just throw like a handful of debittered in? I would to bring say. the. So if I add a grain and I want like de, oh, dehusked. What, and you're working on, uh, are you doing beer smith these days? Then? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'm thinking like just like a. There's just a debittered black, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Uh, Wireman. Um, black Prince, I believe, is another one from Brees that you can get. All right. Well, it I usually just go with the Wireman because it's... Uh, debittered black malt. There we go. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's very predictable. Oh, a whole pound of it. It seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> Let's do like... Oh. Like a tenth of a pound, maybe? That's too much. All right, less than an ounce. I wish it would let just let me put ounces in here instead of pounds. <laughs> like I'm trying to do the math in my head. Come on, Bill Smith, man. <laughs> I and mean, there's probably a way to do it. I'm just dumb. Okay, so if I put half an ounce of the debittered in there, that bumps me up to twelve point seven SRM. Okay. Mm, a little bit better range. Um, I'm going to drop a pound of this base malt off. And that puts me at... Okay, so 73% two row. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12% Chris, or uh, Amber, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, then 6% uh, Simpsons Medium. Then 6% um, Biscuit Malt. Uh, then... The acid malt, mm-hmm. and then just 
less than half an ounce of debittered black. Yeah, just a, sm a smidgen. All right, and that gives me uh, an OG of 1042 um, at 25 IBUs with EKG and 12 and a half SRM. So about it's estimating about 4% ABV. Okay. Yeah, well. I think that'll do it. Well within range. Give I will a, save. Give her a shot. All right. Cool. So we have fixed that one, in theory. Mm -hmm. So moving on then. We're what is the next one that I fucked up? Standard American wheat beer. Okay, so this one, very easy fix. We just overhopped it. Got it. And used the wrong hops. Uh, rattle, like, rattle that sucker off. Yeah, let me pull uh, American wheat, right? Oh, that's the rebrew. Appearance, good. All right. Yes. All right, so it was 50% wheat, 50% two row. Boom, done. Uh, and then... You rice haul it all? Um, I, I think we did on this one. You guys might want to think about that, because anything, you know, I mean, percentage-wise, 50%, that's the that's in the danger zone. Yep, yeah, I, I think I think we rice hauled this one. Yeah. I think we did anything where we were getting close to the danger zone, and we and we, we just didn't put it in the recipe. Yeah, it really depends on what type of vessel you have, in a sense, and then... Uh, it just gets sticky and it's gooey. just too sticky. It's like brewing with a lot of rye um, mm -hmm. or other adjunct. Yep. So, rice haul it up. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we used Willamette. <laughs> And I'm gonna change that. I didn't. I didn't like how that hop worked in this in this beer. Okay. Um, there, it was, it was like the Wilmet was. It was like earthy, floral, herby. I didn't like I, for whatever reason that just didn't go well with this beer. Well, I mean, what do the guidelines say that you can use for hops? Because I don't know, man. Like it's, if you're doing an American wheat beer, I'm thinking might the immediately cascade jumped into my mind. See, I was thinking of because I have a bunch of it, Citra. Do it, yeah. yeah. That too, man. That's that, the, and then and then that was honestly like the the big change I made. Let me be, make a fine American. Is I did seventeen IBUs of Citra, like, and that puts it right in right in the middle of uh, style here. Yeah, and to be very clear here, this isn't um, you know, it's an American wheat beer. This is not you know you know we don't want um, banana clove. Yeah, yeah. So uh, fermented with uh, ten fifty six, mm -hmm. just regular ass ale yeast. Yep. yep. Yeah, so very clean. Um, I'm hoping I can get some more of those, like those nice like citrus notes on this one instead of going very earthy mm -hmm. and floral. So again, very just this one is a very easy fix, and we even talked about it on the show. We're like, we just used the wrong fucking hop. Yeah, we use uh, quote unquote new world hops. <laughs> Ed Zachary. All right, what's the next one on the list here? Mm -hmm. Come on, list. Uh, uh, historical beer, Goza. Oh, Goza. Number 27. So, re-listening to, uh, to this episode was actually fucking hilarious. <laughs> because... Do you have an idea of what num which episode it was for, um, for the, the people? Honestly, the easiest way to find it, go to uh, the website... And go to that Every Style Challenge link. Okay. And click on the the tasting link. Um, because trying to nail down, like, the exact episode is going to be a little rough. And it. it's just a lot faster to just do that. Um, but we, uh, we argued about whether the beer was gray for, like, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, it was gray. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, it, it looked like dishwater. Mm -hmm. Um... And so the original recipe on this one was Goza. 
um, was 63% uh, wheat malt, uh, 15% uh, acidulated malt, and 21% pilsner. So I, um, the first thing I'm going to fix is I'm going to do or bump the pilsner up to 50%. Okay. Um, and then keep the acidulated malt where it's at. Um, and so that'll bring me down to, uh, it'll be about probably like 40% wheat with 50% pilsner. Okay. And I think that's going to work just a little bit better. Sure. Um, and then uh, we, then in the boil, we dumped Epsom salt and uh, coriander seed because you got to salt the shit out of it. It's a goza. Right. Um, another thing here, you've got pitch more lacto now. Yeah, so a thing you can do is you can actually just just put lactic acid get in lactic it. acid. Yep. So I was gonna. So it worked really well with our Berliner. I took the two brew belts and wrapped them around a single fermenter mm-hmm. and let it sit there for two three days um, after pitching a nice good lacto blend in there, mm-hmm. um, and that brought the pH down real quick. And if that's not gonna, and so I'm gonna try that. And if it's not bringing it down fast enough for me, I'm just gonna add acid and bring her down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna drop acid in it, man. Mm, The beer being gray, though, that's. I have a feeling that was a like. So the beer being gray, there's there's a couple of things that that I thought it might be. I thought it might be something with the wheat and then not using enough base malt. Where we didn't get conversion properly and sure. things were just kind of weird looking. I'm gonna make a note to do more research on that because there are some um, uh, some of the hazy IPAs, and I, <clears throat> I think I might be might nail it down to like wheat, I guess. And you're right, conversion in that because there are some some of the hazy IPAs they'll turn gray. I don't know why. I mean, it's such a new. It's yeah, it's new thing. I hadn't really. But anyway, yeah. Any anything with wheat, I think, um, has the chance to go great. Gosh darn it! I can't wait to look this up. Actually. <laughs> anyway, we on. we have created a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then finally, the double IPA was the saddest one of everything. <laughs> Because uh, it was flat. It didn't ferment properly. And it was sickly sweet and just terrible. Oh, I tasted and this one, didn't I? I don't know if you tasted this one or not. Maybe, Maybe you did. didn't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, this one was just, uh, just uh, I don't know. I'm going to do a bigger, I'm going to basically use the same recipe. Uh, let me pull this up here. Because I, I think the recipe is solid. Um, 82% two row. Uh, 12.5% uh, victory, and then 5% corn sugar. Uh, it up the corn sugar. You think so? Make it drier? Yeah, I mean, if it was sickly sweet, then that's your culprit. It was under attenuation. Or, I mean, maybe not pitching enough yeast. I think, I think it was more not pitching enough yeast. How much did one. you pitch? Um... We, so it was my first time using, uh, I used San Diego Super Yeast from White Labs. Okay. It was my first time using it, and I, I did a bit of a starter, but I don't think I did a big enough one. Okay, now do they, do they recommend that for double IPA at all, or is that you just want to try that one? Or? I just wanted to try it. We were we, we were dicking around, and we, we, had, okay. we had used 1056, like three beers in a row. And we're like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 1056 
And so I it. might just switch back to 1056. Well, I mean, there are some other ones out there, and as a home brewer, it's cheaper and easier. Like, Omega makes specifically a double IPA yeast. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to check that out. I mean, I know on a on a large scale, so I mean, I hope would hope they make it on a small scale. Yeah. So, so uh, what, what would you think uh, bumping the, the dextrose up to? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you were at, what, 5%? Yeah. I don't know. Give it a couple more percentages. Okay. And pull it from... The victory, which I thought was kind of a weird choice, but whatever. You're, you're trying to get a little bit of color. Yeah. 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 yeah and, so. Well, I mean, obviously a little bit of flavor, too. Duh, but, like, I honestly, maybe, I don't want to tell you to take the victory out, but I think that was kind of a weird choice. Well, you're not wrong. It was weird. <laughs> like, again, looking at these early recipes, sometimes I'm like, what? thinking yes. and yeah. i can honestly go back and listen to see what we were thinking i just don't want to <laughs> you got better things to do like play D D with me on friday that's right this is friday <laughs> this isn't is it? friday my friend yeah all right so maybe i'll swap the victory out to something else let's uh let's just do a crystal low low crystal yep yeah like a 30, c20 20? c40 do like 20 20 Crystal 20. Just want a little bit of color, and then, and you know, the, this, to me, the, uh, like, and this might be a me subjectivity thing, but um, pretty much always done my double IPAs this way. Um, they sell really well for us at the brewery, because... That is not enough color. Not enough color. What are you trying to shoot for? Um, I need to be between 8 and 15. Kick it to 30, then. Day, bow, bow. <laughs> Crystal 30. Yeah, but yeah, so the dryness factor in this and the way it relates to making pops pop, pop out. Uh, another piece to it is how it's salted in the mash. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the other thing. With my new water knowledge. Yeah, biatch. <laughs> we're going to modify the water. Yeah, yeah, modify that shit. Um, I'm going to go 40 because the 30 is not quite getting me there either. Oh, okay. I just want to do like a like ten percent. There we go. That puts me nine and a half SRM. Mm -hmm. That's in range. There it is. We're good. All right. So yeah, it's eighty four percent two row, ten percent C forty, and then seven uh, percent dextrose. All right. All right. Cool. Um, and then we're going to go to ten fifty six because I know how that's going to work. Yeah. Predictable. And I don't want to brew these more than twice. <laughs> God. <laughs> Does that make me lazy? Maybe. Mm, no, about that, man. All right. And yeah, so then I will make some water additions as well. Um, probably throw some acidulated malt in the mash just to bring pH down. It is what it is what it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm probably dry hop at this. I didn't dry hop it last time. You didn't. I did not. Dude. Oh, well, I mean, it was... I was like, I, was like, I don't want to. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me about the... Well, read all, read all that recipe, and then let's get into the hops. Oh, on that one? Yeah. Oh, I got to pull the pull that recipe back. Boop. All right, I did rattle off the recipe, so I will not do that again. Oh, I did uh, Centennial and Cascade. Okay, classic. Like, super classic. That was that was kind of the goal, like just old school, like classic combinations. Because mm -hmm. we, I think we did a pale ale where we went. 
little crazy on what hops we did before this. I'm trying to remember back in brew orders. Because we were, we were playing around with a bunch of stuff, and then we got to this one, and we're like, nobody uses the classic hops in a double IPA anymore. It's always the new, like... Like, the new, like, new... Strata. Yeah. Galaxy. Yep. Or Vic's Secret, if you can find it, for crazy. sake. <laughs> Good luck! Yeah, so, um... Uh, did Centennial uh, at 60, uh, with some Cascade at 60, and then I did a big uh, Cascade edition um, at Flame Out. Okay, and, and then, then no dry hop? Then no dry hop. I might do a dry hop on this one. I would do a dry hop. Yeah. Yeah, probably dry hop with Cascade. Right. And Centennial, do a little combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A few days before uh, kegging, because I'm not bottling any of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I think that brings us to the end. I yeah? want to say it does, actually. All right. <laughs> so that was 35 minutes of making more work for myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we had some good discussions in the process, so it helps. It does. It does help. All right. I got some outro music I should play. Beep, boop, beep. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week, and I hope you enjoyed our discussion on making more work for myself. Uh, <laughs> really support, support us, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. If any questions, comments, show ideas, or to have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios, or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.